0: My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, in our readings of today, as I sat and listened to the readings, I kept asking myself, why did God create us? Or why did God create the earth? Did God create us to destroy us? No. Did he create the world to destroy it? No then what does the first reading and the gospel, what do they want to tell us? In the gospel, for example, we are told about the kingdom of heaven, where at the end of time, the angels will go out and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Is it the will of God that we die and grind our teeth in hell? No, the scriptures have been very clear and the church teaches us in the Catechism. It is the desire of God that we all be saved. God desires that every human being be saved. In fact, God predestined every human being for salvation. God wants everyone to be saved and the catechism of the catholic church is very clear if you go and look at the catechism of the catholic church part 3 numbers 1846 downwards catechism of the catholic church number 1846 downwards that is article 8 on sin and mercy we will see a lot of insight what the church teaches friends we are made to understand in there that the gospel is a revelation in Jesus Christ God's mercy to sinners. We are made to understand that we are reminded in the catechism that Jesus was sent to save us from our sins and we are made to understand also in that same catechism that the eucharist was also instituted for our redemption and salvation This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. And we are made to understand, St. Augustine tells us that God created us without us, but he did not and will not save us without us. God created us without us, but he did not and will not save us without us. To receive God's mercy, we must admit our faults. And if we say we have no sin, the scriptures tell us we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We have, if you take your time and read this part of the Catechism, we can learn a lot. Catechism of the Catholic Church number 1846. That is part three, Life in Christ article 8 let's take our time and look for the catechism and read it and the scriptures that support the teaching of the church on this or in the catechism are luke chapter 15 matthew chapter 1 verse 21 matthew 26 verse 28 first john 1 8 and 9 romans 5 verse 20 and 21. friends let us take our time And read these quotations and reflect on them now we are told in the first reading from Isaiah uh, from Jeremiah he said about the porter he says then the word of the Lord came to me rise up be off to the porter's house there I will give you my message I went down to the porter's house and there he was working at the wheel Whenever the object of clay which he was making turned out badly in his hand, he tried again, making of the clay another object of whatever sort he pleased. Then the word of the Lord came to me. Can I not do to you, house of Israel, as this porter has done, says the Lord? Indeed, like clay in the hand of the porter, so are you in my hand, house of Israel. This morning, God is reminding us, first of all, that we are like clay in his hands. But the good news is that God has given us freedom. Unlike the clay that has no choice, so to speak, we have a choice. We have free will. And God desires that we cooperate with his grace. And that goes in line with what St. Augustine says he created us without our consent, so to speak, but he cannot and will not save us without our consent. And that is where we are called to cooperate with the grace of God, each one of us, that we help one another to move towards the will of God to to be saved. So that let us help one another to be saved. Let us proclaim salvation, the mind of God. God wishes all to be saved. God wants all of us to be in the net as good fish, good fishes, so to speak. So that he put all of us in the bucket so we enjoy eternal life with him. That is the mind of God. That is the plan of God. God created us that we will be happy with him. But the question goes on again. Why did God create us? Why did God create us? Friends, God created us. And David asked the same question in Psalm 8. Psalm 8 verse 3 and 4. David asked the question. When I consider your heavens the work of your hands, what is man that you are mindful of him? The son of man that you care for him? Why did God make us? why did god make us and according to the gospel there is heaven and there is hell but i've made it clear and the church teaches us god desires every single human being to go to heaven that is his will for god so loved the world he sent his only begotten son god is not wicked god is not wicked He desires that we all be saved, and He destined all of us for salvation. But He has given us free will, freedom to choose. God is a gentleman. He is a God of love. And one of the signs of love is the ability to choose. And God has given us that. And He desires that we all choose Him. We choose Christ to be saved. Now, first of all, let's take note, God makes it very clear and um, Acts of the Apostles chapter seventeen, verse 24 to 25 We are made to understand that God created us not because he needed us. The God who made the world and everything in it is not said by human hands as if he needed anything. God created us not because he needed us in a sense, but he created us out of love. He didn't make us because he was lonely. God was not lonely. Long before He created us, let us remember in Genesis 1:26, He had company with His Son and the Holy Spirit. So God was not lonely. He didn't make us because He needed us, so to speak. It's not like God made us to satisfy some craving within Himself. God is totally secure. God is totally secure in who He is without us. And one of the Eucharistic prayers makes it very clear. He created us without us. He did not do that because he needed anything from us. Let us take note of that. uh, We can also realize, for example, God chose to create us anyway out of his love. He says in Jeremiah 31 verse 3, I have loved you with an everlasting love. And every human being need to hear this. God loves us with an everlasting love. God loves us before even He created us. It is impossible to get our heads around that idea. It is very difficult to comprehend, but it is true that God's love is everlasting. And He loved us even before He created us. Take note of that. And 1 John 4:8 confirms the fact that God is love. And because of that love, and His wonderful creativity He made us so that we can enjoy all that is in creation God wants us to enjoy all that is in creation and that is only possible if we walk in His will God created us to fulfill also His eternal plan and this is so deep God created us to fulfill His eternal plan but suffice it to be to say For suffice it to say that God in his infinite wisdom chose to make us part of his eternal plan. There's so much in this, but just suffice it to say that God created us to share in his eternal plan. Now, we have a role to play and that is where the gospel comes in. We We have a role to play. We have to love the Lord our God with all our hearts and with all our soul, and with all our strength. That is a command God gives us. We are to love our neighbors as ourselves. Matthew 22 verse 39 and Deuteronomy 6 verse 5. We were created as God's workmanship in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. So it is clear we are saved by grace. Let's read the whole of Ephesians chapter two. Ephesians chapter two is very clear on this. We are created by God. We are saved by grace, not by our works, so to speak. But in doing good works, incorporating with the will of God, we are sharing in choosing God's plan for us to be saved. It is we are not saved by our works, but our good works are a confirmation of the fact that we are in the will of God, and that. Obeyed obedience to God is a proof of our faith in God. James says, "Show me your faith by your works." They go together. We can't sit down and say, "Because we are saved by grace, we have no role to play." No, in cooperating with the grace of God in believing in Jesus to be saved, we must prove our belief by good works. We must prove we must prove our belief by our good works, so to speak. And that is very clear in Ephesians chapter 2, from this verse 8 to 10. But read the whole Ephesians chapter 2, from verse 1 to 10. It makes it very clear. When we go home after Mass, let us take our time and read it. It is very clear on that. We are saved by grace to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So we were created for good works, not for bad works. And our belief in Jesus that saves us by faith, must be proven by our good works, these these two go together and if there is anything we must do today as we leave after mass, we must go out there to proclaim this message. As God instructed Jeremiah to listen to his message and give it to the people of Israel, we are being commanded this morning as we will be dismissed after mass to go and proclaim this message. that. We are part of God's eternal plan and we play a role in that because God tells us in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 18 and 19 He makes us to understand that we share in His ministry of reconciliation. He has given us a ministry of reconciliation. So we must go out there and speak and proclaim Christ to reconcile them back to Christ. As we reconcile ourselves back to Christ, that is our mission. And that is what God is instructing us this morning to go out and do. Let us go and proclaim Christ and let the world know that it is the will of God that we all be saved and share in the joy and in the salvation that is only in Christ Jesus. Friends, that is what God is telling us this morning. He sent Jeremiah to go to the people of Israel and tell them. And let us take note. God doesn't create buttons. You are good. Created in the image and likeness of God. We were created in the image and likeness of God. So that goodness in God must be seen in us. And that's what St Paul meant when he said we should work out our salvation with fear and trembling fear and tremble there is something we must do not because that ends us our salvation but that is part of our nature and that is supposed to be part of us because god is all good and we are created in the image and likeness of god so our fruits should be good our actions should be good our good works are just a confirmation of who we are created in the image and likeness of god the god who is all good who is all love and desires that when the angels come to separate the wicked from the righteous we will be among the righteous not because of our own deeds because our righteousness are alive filters before the lord but our righteousness is in christ it is christ who makes us righteous we are righteous in christ jesus we are justified in christ jesus according to romans 8 from verse 9 to 12. we are justified in christ Christ is our righteousness. And because of what Jesus did for us on Calvary, we will go to heaven and we will be saved. Let us appropriate what Jesus did for us on Calvary. Let us believe in Jesus who came to save us and let our belief reflect in our works in the name of Jesus Christ. That is the message of God for us today. And blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob. The Responsorial Psalm said, we are blessed because our help is in the God of Jacob. That is Yahweh. And the gospel acclamation, that's the prayer we should all pray. From Acts 16 verse 14, it says, Lord, open our hearts to listen to the words of your son. May God indeed open our hearts, O Lord, to listen to the words of your son. God bless you. Go out as Jeremiah, go out and speak the word of God god's eternal plan reconcile people to god let us live in peace with everyone god bless you god bless you have a wonderful day amen we are blessed we are blessed created to show forth the good works of god in our lives amen